0: ship's
1: just absolutely love that track, I have to say. Uh, I could listen to that nearly on repeat all day long, so I could. And somebody else I could probably listen to a lot on repeat is our very own Jess Lane, who has joked on over from the newsroom. <laughs> now, we're not talking about film today, uh, mm. Jess, that you've written, directed, created and starred in. We're not talking about um, a single that you have <laughs> uh, written composed, arranged and uh, released, or the music video that you have created for it. Today we're talking about theatre. <laughs> <laughs> My head won't fit back out that door. Oh, I know, oh, <laughs> I know. But sure, listen, this is what you do. You celebrate talent and when it's right in front of you, why not? Uh, you are opening a one-person play in the Cork Arts Theatre this week, which is practically sold out yet again, which is Fantastic. Yeah, I am.
2: There's four tickets left for the Friday night, and other than that, it's yeah sold, sold. out, sold. which is
1: out really overwhelming and lovely. Edinburgh next. Yeah, that's <laughs> <it>. hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is called waiting for Wi-Fi, and I mm. guess you know it's really, really interesting that we've had uh, a number of different things that have been created pre-lockdown or during lockdown by some. Really strong female writers in Cork at the moment. Aideen Looney, um, Irene, of course, Eli, and mm-hmm. yourself, who are creating these incredible pieces. Um, and this is piece of our time. It's, a, it's a, a modern fable, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's. I actually wrote it in 2018. Well, the first 25 yes. minutes of it. And then it was programmed to be in last year's Cork Midsummer Festival 2020. And then, obviously, the pandemic hit and everything went up in the air. And then when this year came around, I felt it wasn't the right time because it's a, a story, essentially, about a girl who's in self-isolation for her own reasons, for agoraphobia and other things, and she's been stuck in this room and she's fooling her friends and family that she's travelling the world but she's really got a green screen and she's messing and she's dealing with all of her own issues in that way but I felt that this year it was like, oh no no one's going to want to go and see that in a in a room and then suddenly things started opening up a little bit more and, like, after May, June, July, and I was like, there was an appetite back for things and just looking at everything else that was being put out there and I was like, oh my God, there's a little bit of a bite now for this. And then Dolores in Cork Arts Theatre got onto to me and I was like, well, that's a sign from the universe, so I'm going to finished the end of it and I it gave me the chance to yes write the end of it and produce it and do all the sound work and everything so yeah
1: it's oh. ready to go and the photos I've seen so far of your costume and oh. you know what what you're doing with it and I was laughing you said that Jamie on lighting is going to be um <laughs> he, he'll be
2: like <laughs> I I don't know what he's going to do because it's a very tech heavy and sound heavy
1: show
0: today's the day isn't it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: but having said that lockdown apart mm-hmm. um it's a story of our time because, of course, it's a green screen story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you look online, whether it's people using green screen or heavy filters or indeed deep fake, which is scary in how AI has come on. Yeah. We cannot now believe that the camera isn't lying to us, you know. And that is, I suppose, at the essence of, you know, going back to even... Trump. Uh, Private and public faces, mm-hmm. um, you know, Philadelphia, here I come. Yes. The same thing. What do we, what do we show the world and what's really going on? And that's at the crux of what this girl is going through. Yeah, that's ex- actually exactly what the show is about.
2: I was trying to reflect the fact that I kind of myself years ago realized that I was almost acting differently around different people to, to kind of morph and suit. Like different situations and I, it didn't sit well with me. And I was like, I I don't really know who I am sometimes for that reason. So it was a kind of, um, a prolonged
1: journey or discovery on that thought. Do you think that comes from, um, being an actress, I suppose, but also in media, you know, where you're constantly switched on in performance and you meet people. I certainly find that from time <laughs> to time. You know, when you meet people and I'm chatting away and that's grand and suddenly they take, oh, you're the, and straight away they look at you differently and then all of a sudden I feel a tiny pressure to mm-hmm. sort of be pre- perform or not necessarily be completely myself and it feels a little bit awkward. I'm I'm much happier being anonymous <laughs> yeah, in yeah, the yeah. world. But it's, it's, it's strange, isn't it, that we now are all living in that kind of an age where mm we do have different sides and different faces and different yeah. and, and mannerisms.
0: We're, we're all wearing masks as well at the Yeah, moment. Well, yeah. Vis- Strangely vis- enough, Literally, yeah. Literally it's masks. just
2: very hard to be yourself and to feel like you're your authentic self. So, like, I yes. made a decision a few years ago that I was like, that's it. Just being the one person. And if people don't
1: like me, then grand. You <laughs> are, yeah. So, yeah. you're doing more all the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> on, <Facebook.
2: laughs> on Instagram.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of that play, or this play, is about that. And then the other side of it and what inspired me to make it was just the desire, the simple desire to play on stage. Because as as a woman, I feel that the, a lot of the parts, just in drama school and yeah. other things that I've been in, that they they haven't allowed me to just be free and be wild and to call Shakespeare unsexed and just to just to go for it. And like I grew up admiring, you know, Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, and all that kind of physicality and comedy. And that's really what this play is. So I'm warning a lot of my family and friends when they come to see me, they won't recognize me. Like it's
1: it's a bit of a a mental You won't be worrying about calories in, calories out. No. On this show. (laughs) You'll definitely have done the calories out. But I suppose there is the kind of the subject matter of where this character finds herself Mm -hmm. and and what she's telling everybody that she's doing. So everyone is following her on Instagram or whatever Mm -hmm. um, and they think she's off travelling the world. Yeah. That was inspired as well. We had
2: a, a thing in the gaiety where we had to get newspaper clippings and we had to write a piece inspired by something we'd read out in the world. And I read about this girl who wanted to see how long she could fool her family, just for a few weeks. I remember her. So I, I just got this idea. I was like, imagine that went on and on and on. And imagine it was me and I was actually upstairs and like, people didn't know and yeah, that's where it kind of came from.
1: So, yeah. That she kept that going for a good while, actually. Mm. Yeah. Um. But I suppose the interesting thing for you as a writer was you had the freedom to take her then wherever yeah that you wanted to to go with this character yeah. And the problem was not that she was faced with all of the complications or challenges of green screen. It's when the Wi Fi went down. Yeah, and that's a kind of a reflection of you know when.
2: The way I've posed it is that when her world, the only world she knows, collapses, like who is she and who are her connections with, and obviously they're all puns on you know Wi-Fi connection and which world she exists in. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a bigger question, and it's not it's not just about you know who you are online; it's about who you are in the world itself. So it's it's both. It's both absolutely, and obviously there's themes of mental health running through it and things like that. So it's it's a. A comic piece, but there is a lot of dark humour in it as well.
1: But I think there's relatability in it, Mm -hmm. not necessarily for anyone who thinks they're uh, travelling the world on a green screen, but like how many houses around Cork, city and county, are there arguments in the evening about putting the phones away? Uh, You know, parents who are trying to resort to things like turning the Wi Fi off, unplugging the modems and everything, because there is that. Addiction, it's, you know, the addiction to it for us is built into the system and, you know, letting go and communicating in a real way. There's loads of people who just don't want to have a conversation on the phone. You know, they just don't, they won't answer the phone. They don't feel happy chatting on the phone. They much prefer that distance and that filter yeah. that Wi-Fi now gives us. Yeah.
0: I was just wondering, like, should there be a Wi-Fi free day, like we have car free day? Oh, Connor, oh, oh, are you know? God 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 God. God. You're trying to give me palpitations? Oh, oh, oh. I know, pan no, no. Calm down, Connor, like
1: let's not to get too excited
0: Saturday. here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take it too far. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> it's only a play.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> me and Elmarie, pan out. <laughs>
1: now, the only thing is ordinarily, like, earlier on in the week I had hoped to maybe uh, do this interview outside the studio, mm. and that uh, that That didn't work out, mainly because it was too sunny, so we stayed in Garethstown instead of coming back (laughs) home to record anything. But um, also, I would then have possibly asked you to record a clip for me or do it. And Mm -hmm. um, There's a lot of pressure doing a clip live on air. Yes, there it is. Okay, so um, this is kind of weird. Like I'm looking at you right now, but if know, I'm, I'm going to turn if I'm way... eyeballing you. During this, is going to be so weird. So what I'll do is I'll not look no, at you. No, you're fine.
0: We'll just turn down the lights this <laughs> end.
1: If everyone gonna... covers their eyes, nobody <laughs> yeah. can tell. Okay, we're going to break eye, t- eye contact. But this is this is the first for us now. So what we're going to do is we're going to play some of the audio track from this show, and you are going to interact with it live this morning as you would live Mm. in theatre during the week. Set the scene for us. What's happening with Maggie right now?
2: So what's just after happening is the power has gone and she's starting to crumble and she's having that existential crisis and it occurs in a, a few different ways through different monologues and she rhymes a lot of her words and stuff and at this point something cracks and she hears that voice I suppose that we all have in our head that tells us, you know, you're not good enough or you're this, that and the other but she hears it in the form of like a game show, like a quiz master, so it's a it's a version of herself asking her questions and just picking at herself and making her feel worse and worse and worse. So yeah, it's it's kind of
1: funny though. <laughs> okay. Eye contact broken, taken it away.
0: It's time to play truth or scare. And today's contestant is bad. Maggie Darcy. Question number one. What is your beverage of choice? Milk. And why is that, Maggie? Oh, no reason. Oh, come on now. Honesty is the best policy. Um. Tick tock, tick -tick
2: tock. My therapist said I should drink it when I panic.
0: Okay, what is your favourite colour? Oh, green. Ooh, for the green-eyed monster.
2: No, I just like frogs.
0: What are you jealous of? Um. Answer now. Proportional female figures. If given the option, would a potential partner choose A, you, or B, somebody else? Somebody else? And why is that? <laughs> Speak up now! Because I mumble! What is the capital of Namibia? <gasps> Windhoek! Correct! Yeah, I'm actually pretty good at geography, so How I don't... How often do you think you are successful only to find out that you have in fact failed? Sometimes. I'm afraid the answer was quite often. What would you say is your deepest, darkest secret? Oh, no, I don't think I can Honesty. Could tell you what that is. it. The best? I do no. know. Policy. I'm attracted to leopards. The animal or the pattern print? Both. Oasis or blur? Neither. Biscuit or cake? Biscuit. Wrong answer. What? Toes for teeth or teeth for toes? Teeth for toes. And have you always been this revolting? But you're the one who said answer. it. Y- yes, always yes. And finally, what is your worst quality?
2: Pretending to be someone I'm not.
0: <sighs> Ooh, so close. The answer was, in fact, being a complete and utter letdown. But you know what? The questions didn't suit you today. We'll get you on again, Maggie. Have a lovely Yay! one.
1: Oh, the questions probably didn't <laughs> suit many of us, to be fair. Oh my God, fair play to you. I think yeah, around yeah, the world well. you is deserved. Dwayne is tapping through from Studio and 2 Quay as well. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Listen, Jessica, Courtney, Lane, waiting for Wi-Fi, opening at the Cork Arts Theatre this week. Only four tickets left. Four tickets for Friday, yeah. For Friday, booking right now. The yeah. clock tick tock The is indeed ticking. Back after these. 96FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. Feeding Cork families with delicious Griffin's New
0: Seasons Queens. Find them on Facebook at Griffin's Potatoes.